This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. Good Friday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pagel. The UN Food and Agriculture Organization's Index of Global Food Commodity Prices eased again in January, down 10.4% from a year ago. The change was led by lower prices for grains and meat. The index for grains dropped 2.2% in January and is down 18.6% from a year ago. The index for meat prices fell 1.4% last month, reflecting strong supplies of beef, pork, and poultry. Sugar is the one major commodity that continues to increase. The sugar index rose 0.8 tenths of a percent in January and is up nearly 16% from last year. Philip Brasher dives deeper into the report in his coverage on agripulse.com. The outlook for beef cattle is looking bright. AgriPulse's Spencer Chase has more. The economic outlook for the beef cattle sector shows some good times are in the future for cow-calf producers. Kevin Good with Cattle Facts says the continued contraction of the nation's cattle inventory also means the nation's beef packers and feedlots will have tight margins this year. That means those margins, particularly at the packing level, will get squeezed. And then also, if you've got that many less cattle available to place in feed yards, you've built bunk space the last five years. Uh, there's going to be more competition there too. So tighter margins for the mar- for the margin operator, whether that's the packer or the cattle feeder, and more of those dollars will trickle on down to the cattle producer, the cow-calf segment. The downturn in packer margins comes as many new plants are in the works after a desire for diversified processing capacity emerged during the COVID-19 pandemic. Good says some of those plants could be set up for some early challenges. So if we talk about shackle space as demand and, and cattle numbers as supply, uh, we'll have an imbalance. You know, just like it was an imbalance when we had too many cattle compared to shackle space for four or five years, we'll have the opposite for the next four or five years. And so that's why their margins will get pretty thin. And unfortunately, you'll probably have uh, some entities there that will have to make a decision whether they want to uh, shuttle a plant or, or slow a plant down. Cattlefax expects the current downswing in the cattle cycle to take a while before inventory begins to rebuild. Reporting from the Cattle Industry Convention in Orlando, Florida, Spencer Chase, AgriPulse. A new Mexico Democrat is calling for bipartisan support to pass ag labor reform. Congressman Gabe Vasquez spoke on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. He says the House recently wrapped up the first year of the Ag Labor Task Force that was initiated by House Ag Chairman Glenn Thompson and Ranking Member David Scott. He says the task force had a lot of productive conversations. Now, we brought in experts from across the country in different fields about how we could expand these programs and how immigrant labor uh, stands uh, to be really the solution uh, for everything from potential forestry solutions, timber harvesting, to our own chili crop here in New Mexico and onion harvesting. Uh, the H-2A visa program is very limited in scope, and I think folks have been working on this for many years. You know, the Farm Worker Modernization Act is a great example of a bipartisan bill that never made it through uh, to, to the president's desk, although it had wide bi- bipartisan support. Vasquez has introduced the Farm Workforce Support Act, 
which would require the Government Accountability Office to analyze deficiencies of the H-2A visa program and provide a report to Congress. He says he hopes that bill will help propel the Farm Workforce Modernization Act through Congress. It actually seeks to make sure that we have the evidence that migrant farm workers are incredibly important uh, to this economy and to be able to help support a bill like the Farm Worker Modernization Act, because that's what I'm hearing from producers on the ground. You can watch this week's show on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at CuriousPlot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit AgriPulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peichel.